Here are Chris and Tom's picks of the week. It's that time of the week where Tom and I give you our NFL picks of the week. And this week is a perfect example of why we do not know if we have a set number of games because we don't know exactly how many games we're going to do each week. And that this is one of those exact weeks that is a perfect example of it. So most of you may have heard that there are some positive uh, COVID tests on the Tennessee Titans this week, which may affect the Bills Titans. And I'm going to go ahead and go out front. That's one of our, our games of the week. In fact, it's our game of the week. If, um, it, if it happens. Be, if it happens, yeah. Um, but that's that's just one of the the issues or that is coming into play this week. It came into play last week. Um, we'll get into our kind of safety net for that this week, mm-hmm. though. Um, so I'll go ahead and introduce first game that we're going to talk about because I've already I've already introduced a little bit. Bills versus Titans. Um, Chris, who are you taking? Well, I have the Titans. And it doesn't look very good that they're going to play because, well, they had two more people test positive today. That's up to 20 mm-hmm. players and staffers test positive. Two Jeez. of them are wide receivers. Two of them are D tackles that we know of. And it's just like a mess. If the Titans play, they will be playing with 33 guys, probably like 30 guys, a whole bunch of scrubs off the street of, ten- of Nashville, Tennessee. They're trying to play the Bills. <laughs> That's not a pretty sight. But I had to say Tannehill is not one of the cases. He's been pretty good with it with the team, which means that we're fairly certain now that Adam Gase was the problem in Miami, not Tannehill, because look at the Jets. They just suck. <laughs> um, Derrick Henry is a great running back. The problem is that now Tannehill does not have Adam Humphreys, Corey Davis, and maybe not A.J. Brown because A.J. Brown's actually hurt. He doesn't have COVID, but he has an injury. So now he's left Derrick Henry and John U. Smith for the football too, which is eh, not good. Not good. And the defense is average at best. So I'm my pick wouldn't be better if we know who's got the COVID, who doesn't, who will be healthy to play. Like maybe Adam Henry's plays because he's test negative twice in a row. He's healthy to play this week. We don't know. And remember the Marlins and Cardinals outbreaks in the MLB, Tom? Those right. teams, yep. they just find with COVID diagnoses. But that's baseball. This is football. We don't know. Hopefully the Titans win, and, and maybe this game doesn't happen. But we'll we'll see. Which means you yeah. actually have the – I have the Bills. And you know, I kind of – I get the sense that you almost want this game to not happen because you, you've got plenty of guys out with – Yeah. Um, with, with the coof. Yeah. Um, so I, I'm taking the Bills this week because – they have not been affected by yeah. the same COVID situation that the Titans have, obviously because they haven't been in contact yet. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're bringing back most guys and the possibility of Zach Moss coming back no. and running back too as a backup. He's questionable, not the, not the yeah. greatest on the team, but another guy who has performed for them before in the past. He's, um, he's scored this year. So if he's back and he's healthy, he'll be another um, running back option. Uh, otherwise, Josh Allen has everybody else to throw the ball to. He can do take care of business himself too, and he's proven that before. Yeah. Um, some some come from behind wins too. So I, I think that um, the Bills, given that they do have a full staff for the most part, aside from um, Moss, not uh, not be still being questionable for this week. Mm-hmm. Um, that, that's my pick for this week, assuming it happens. 
Yeah, and the rumors are that it's not going to happen given how many positive tests are positive, and they still right. get positive tests. And there's rumors, rumors, mind you, that the Titans may be forced to forfeit the game against the Bills because they broke COVID protocols by having practice on September 30th, not at the facility, but just the players only practice at a high school that Clay Travis said his son goes to, and he knew about it like a week ago, like a week ago before it was announced, like today that that happened. And he just said it because his son goes to the high school and made him made him swear not to tell anybody for fear of reprisal from the students that his dad at the times from playing a game, but <laughs> yeah, that would be, that'd be pretty bad. You know, um, yeah. Hey, you're getting forfeited this week. Why? We have healthy players. Well, you practiced at a high school. Yeah. Which is well, breaking protocol. I, yeah. I'm thinking about the, the th scene from Seinfeld where George says, what was I not supposed to do that? Yeah. Um, <laughs> was that wrong? Was I not supposed to do that? <laughs> I tell you, I've worked in many offices, but and that happens everywhere I've worked at. And I mean, maybe he can play. Maybe he can play dumb to the league, and they'll believe him. But because yeah. the league is so convincible, um, yeah. No, right. I, I think that 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 would really be a, a rough way to lose and have to mm -hmm. forfeit this one. Yeah. I mean, personally, I'd, I'd rather see the game and at least get guys on the field. Yeah. But if they have continual positive tests, I don't think that they should have any business on the field um, as, as it should be with, you know, other sports too. Just if you're positive, stay away. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's not a good situation and it, it hopefully it doesn't come to that because that would be a, a, like you said, a horrible way for the Titans who are three, and know, to lose their first game because of forfeits, because of yeah. protocols that, Say you can't practice at the facility, but they practice it somewhere else, trying to find a loophole like any other team would do, and end up buying them an anus because that's protocols probably for COVID for that reason as well. It's like, well, you're darned if you do and darned if you don't, and that's just how it works for Tennessee, I guess. But yeah, like Tom said, don't want to get bit there. So. Yeah, and like Tom said, we built in a contingency plan in case this game gets postponed, which we prefer. Like, if you're going to have like. Forfeit or postpone, we prefer postponing the game oh, than yeah, forfeiting absolutely. the game. And in case the game does not happen, we have the Chargers v. Saints as our backup game on Monday night. And, Tom, who do you have for that game? I am taking the Saints. And just uh, so that we're we're clear, um, this, this is a backup plan. So if Titans and Bills play – this pick doesn't doesn't matter. Doesn't count. It's not even being taken into account. But if Titans and Bills do not, this takes the place of that pick. So right. taking the Saints, you know the the Chargers. Uh, Herbert looked impressive, mm -hmm. but aside from that, the rest of the team did not. And uh, personally, and, and so I, I'm going with the Saints. Who there's rumors that Michael Thomas will be coming back this week. He's not going to be 100 healthy. But having him back on the field is another guy to throw to. Um, some more comfortability for Breeze. I know that he does not have the same. I mean, he all right. So he still has arm strength. It's not like the guy is is out there throwing ducks, throwing knuckleballs five feet in front of him. Um, so he's still a good quarterback. And so I, I think that he's he's still going to be able to lead the team. He's still going to be able to throw the ball. Still going to be accurate. He cannot move the way that he used to move. But you know, if you're throwing the ball and you've got Michael Thomas to throw the ball to again. Do you really need to move yeah. all that fast and run down the field? Not, I mean, not like Sam Darnold did last week. 
Yeah, you're not going to see Breeze do that on a consistent basis, just like you're not going to see Sam Darnold do that on a consistent basis. But he's going to uh, Breeze is going to get the job done, and this week Saints are my pick for that reason. Uh, Breeze is going to lead them to victory. Yeah, and I obviously have the Chargers, and it seems odd I would willingly pick the Chargers, uh, but I've been defending the rookies all year long. I'm going to defend another one this time around. I know the Lions Saints, the Lions Saints by seven and a half. That's an ugly line to be picking a team to win from. Like if we were picking odds and we're trying to pick a betting line, I might win based on covering the spread, but not win the game. We pick winners and losers because we want definitive statements on the show, not betting odds and getting cheap wins. Exactly. But Justin Herbert has statistically been better than Joe Burrow, throwing 8.7 yards per attempt, a 69.3 QBR. He looks pretty good. He has Austin Eckler, who's a fantastic running back, both receiving and running the ball. He has Keenan Allen, when healthy, a good wide receiver, and Hunter Henry, who's been a beast at tight end. And their defense has the ability to rush Drew Brees without blitzing, which is what will cripple Drew Brees if he has to deal with seven guys in coverage and he's getting swallowed up by Joey Bosa, just killing him because Joey Bosa is an absolute stud of a D end. And yes, I know the defense didn't look pretty against the Tampa Bay Gronkineers last week, but they were up by 17 points and they're up that much for a reason. And then everything went south rather quickly. Their main issue this week is that Brian Balaga and Trey Turner and Storm Norton, all linemen, are questionable to play. But because the game is on Monday, they sh- might be healthy. And yeah, and there is a possibility that the game is moved from New Orleans to Indianapolis due to uh, Hurricane Delta coming through New Orleans right now, which makes it a true neutral site game, which means shenanigans could happen and the Chargers win because it's a neutral site and no team has a true advantage in that game. Here's here's a question for you then. Indianapolis, that's one of the stadiums that you can have fans though, right? Yes, I believe so. so. If they they play in Indianapolis, are they going to sell tickets to it, have real fans, have a a real – real crowd scenario going. I have not heard anything about that, but it's possible that could happen, that they could sell tickets and people from Indianapolis could show up there or people who are fleeing New Orleans could show up there and just follow the Saints up there to avoid the hurricane. <laughs> but, follow the bus. Yeah, but I've not heard anything definitively on that front, but that is an option. All right, cool, cool. Well, game number three, two slash three, yeah. two. We'll call it the second one because one of the – the, the first two were really just 1A and 1B. Mm-hmm. Um, Panthers versus Falcons. Chris, who do you have, sir? All right. I've picked the Falcons. Yes, they're on four. Yeah, yes, they're on four. Yes, they are the fourth quarter chokers at this point. They don't know how to win a game. But that offense can score points. Their problem is that they don't convert well on third downs at 39.3%, which is 22nd in the NFL, and their defense is, well, non-existent. They've allowed 34.5 points per game, second worst only to the Cowboys. So that defense allows points in bunches, and which is not a good sign, but the Pens aren't exactly known for being a high-powered offense, which could help them win a game because Carolina may not put up all the points Although that, that that they could because the Falcons are absolutely atrocious on defense, so I'm picking the Falcons is not convincingly, 
but hopefully that they are losing the fourth quarter and therefore win the game because that's how it works in Atlanta. Fair enough. I'm going to go with, obviously, the Carolina Panthers. Um, Teddy Bridgewater mm-hmm. leading the charge. You know, I, I like him at quarterback. He, he's a do-all guy. He's maybe not your ideal, but I, I, I like how he fits into the Carolina offense. Um, he, he's a quick mover, not, maybe not quite the same level, as Lamar Jackson, but that type of player, that style of play, which is, I think, what um, Carolina has needed. And so that's really um, uh, that's, it's really good to see him back doing well, healthy. Um, on top of, you know, having like, Curtis Samuel and um, DJ Moore to throw to, um, I think that's going to be good uh, for him. He's got good targets. They've been consistent all year. And Christian McCaffrey behind him, <laughs> hard to beat. Man is huge. No. Um, and and I think that the offense is going to be where they they make a difference. Their defense is not necessarily anything to write, write home about. Defense is not, nothing to write home about. Um, but they, they got the job done earlier this this season. Um, I guess against more formidable teams. And so I think that going against a team like Atlanta that has beaten themselves yeah. in late quarters, then I think that they're going to do just fine and just fine might be good enough this week. Um, uh, they, they might not win against a Ravens or a Chiefs type of team, mm-hmm. but they'll get the job done against an own four. Um, yeah. even, even with <laughs> – I'm not even going to say it because um, I just embarrassed myself a few minutes ago. <laughs> I was going to say, even with Luke Kiffley in retirement, but no. He's... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. For those of you who are so I'm just going to address it here. Chris is going to cut it out, but uh, yeah, totally forgot for a second that Luke Kiffley retired. So, yeah. So, thought he was. Anyway, I was I was way too long-winded on my answer there, Chris. Go ahead. No worries. You're good. I mean, it's a tough situation because the Falcons on paper should win because they have a good offense, and they, the defense shouldn't be this bad. And that's just that's just say what it is. That right. defense it, is just bad right now. There, it's just they're not putting all the pieces together. Uh, it, it's atrocious. I mean, they've lost to the Bears, the Cowboys, Green Bay, and I, I can't remember who else they lost to, but they've lost everybody. They've lost to darn near everybody, and they keep blowing in the fourth quarter to average offenses, and that's just a darn shame. Yeah. All right, and now introducing our backup game of the week. So in case the Bills Titans game doesn't happen, this will be our game of the week, and it is the Colts versus the Browns. And Tom, did you take the Odell Browns again? Uh, I took the Odell dumps. The, the, Odell, the, the Odell Browns, the Cleveland dumps. The, the yeah, Cleveland Browns. Um, <laughs> um, they they've been playing at a high level this year and at playing out of their minds, absolutely. And I, I don't even really know what else to say other than just I'm riding that um, high that they have had the last few weeks and. They've been playing good football. I, I'm surprised as anyone, but they're playing good football. And 
I I think that it's going to be a good game to watch, just given that it's you know two teams at a similar level. Rivers did okay last week. Uh, I mean, it's hard to say that because of who they played, and he was playing our Bears, but yeah. he finally showed up. Uh, but I'm looking at the, the prior three weeks and um, how he didn't really uh, impress me. But Browns riding the high, riding into another win. Yeah, so as you guys know how this kind of goes, I've got the Colts in this game, and it's really more or less because I think, as you both know, we're from we're Chicago Bears fans, which means we appreciate good defenses. And the Colts have the best defense in the NFL right now, allowing 14 points a game, thanks to the Bears only scoring 11 points last week because the Bears – We'll get into them on our Saturday episode, but we'll like we'll we'll save that for later. Uh, they allow three point six yards per carry, six yards per pass attempt, which are both top five in the NFL. And like you said, Phil Rivers has not been great. He's been good enough to get the job done. Right. And yeah, they only scored nineteen points against the Bears, but they only allowed they only allowed eleven points. So you win by eight points because your defense is that good. If the Colts hold. The Browns to under twenty points, Colts win. And I know that sounds obvious, but that's that's typically sports and how in football how it works. But if the Colts had to score more than twenty four points, they may not win that game. So if it's a low scoring game, Colts win. If it's a high scoring game, Browns win. Um, Bend the Colts defense to win because I have to believe demons can win championships because of where our Bears are looking at right now. So I need to have that belief that demons can win you a, t- a title. If if defenses can win win you a title, then that's that's the Bears' ticket this year. Yeah. But like Chris said, we'll get into that on on Saturday um, when when we kind of get some things off our chest. Yeah. Um, oh, we also have to address the elephant in the room. These games, man. These games. Oh my play. gosh. These are the only so- the only one that matters is the Colts and Browns because the Colts are currently uh, a half game out of first place in the NFC South. And the Browns are in second place because they have a split because they lost the Ravens in their very first game. Right. Otherwise, they would be in first place in the AFC North. So this is the only game that matters. The other, these other three games are just meh. <laughs> if, if you'd asked me last year or two years ago if Colts-Browns would ever be an exciting matchup because of where they were in the standings, I would have laughed in your face. Yep. Because two years ago, the Colts were lackluster mm-hmm. and the Browns – didn't win a game, and so like, <laughs> we can't we, we can't sit there two years ago and say yeah two years from now we're gonna be talking about Colts and Browns being in divisional races no no so that uh, all right so and the reason we're taking these games I'm just gonna air that out now yeah please air it out for them we're taking these games because there there are not clear winners and losers that we can see we have got we have teams that we want to to see win or that we're picking because we don't have any other reason to not pick them mm-hmm. um because the the betting lines are close and like chris said we're not taking the betting lines we're taking a direct you know who's winning who's losing but all the other games that we look at that they may be more exciting teams but there is a clear to us anyway the unprofessionals <laughs> there's a clear winner and a clear loser, or we agree on who we think is going to win, who's going to lose. So that's the reason that we're taking Titans, Bills, Chargers, Saints, sorry, that, that one could end up being um, interesting, but Falcons, Panthers, Colts, Browns, who are, I mean, these are teams that 
you, you don't exactly get excited for in most areas of the country. Right now, a lot of people can get excited about the Chiefs because they're fun to watch. But anyone playing the Chiefs that we've seen thus far hasn't stepped up to the plate. And so that's not ever that's not going to be one of our games of the week, really, because they're clearly well, and I'm not going to say that definitively, but like that that wasn't one of our games last week because we both wanted, thought that the Chiefs would win. So this is really choosing games that we think are going to be close, not necessarily good or exciting or going to make the top 10 list of the week for, you know, highlight reel moments, but they're going to be close in points. Yep. And that's what matters to us mm-hmm. is, you know, we want something that there's not a definitive, clear, you know, Chiefs versus lowest in the league. That, that I mean, that – that would be an obvious pick for us. So, so we're picking something that's not obvious. Yeah. Sorry and, for the rambling, but, but I mean, uh, I know we've got we've gotten questions, and um, I know that there's others that may, maybe have been questioning it too. But it's like, why are they picking these kinds of games? Because they're going to be close. They're not fun to watch. They're not exciting, but they're going to be close. Yeah, and that's the problem that we're seeing is that there are clearly good teams and there are clearly bad teams. And if you have a good team playing bad team, the good team's going to win by like 30 points and the bad team's just going to look like trash. Yeah. And if, if you do happen to have two average teams play against each other, there's usually a team you say, oh, that team's clearly better than the other team, even if they both look average. And there's a clear thing like Bears-Bucks. I believe we talked about the game, and I said, unless you're taking the Bears, I'm not picking that game because I don't like the Bears right now. They have upset me. We agreed that the Bears are not playing where they should be playing, and we're, again, getting into what we're going to talk about on Saturday. But the Bears are not playing where they they we want them to be playing, where they, they could and should be playing. Um, where we could reasonably pick the Bears or the Bucks. Yeah, yeah. It's like, all right, who are you going to pick in Bears or the Bucks? Well, I'm a Bears fan, but the Bucks are a clearly better team at this point in the season. So, right. I mean, that, that's why we're not picking that game. It's not that we're, you know – picking easy games or picking crappy teams. We're just picking games where we don't have, we could lean one way or the other, depending on the day. Yeah. And if we, we might pick a Chiefs game. It was like Chiefs versus Bills. That's a game where we would say Chiefs and Bills, that game is going to be on this list because that's going to be a good game. That game makes a list. Yeah. Because you'll see good defense from both sides. You'll see good offense from both sides. But the likelihood of us picking the Chiefs in any other game, Likely zero. We're just going to be honest with you guys. It may not happen very much this season. You see a Chiefs game on our picks, even though we both like the Chiefs to do very well this year. And I think that that that, that creates the point is we both like the Chiefs this year because they're doing very well. So we can't both pick the Chiefs right. in, a, in a pick this week. So um, anyway, answer any questions that we know are out there. Um, I don't think we've gotten emails. We haven't gotten Facebook comments on it, but – um, we've had the questions ourselves of why are we picking these games? And so we're just answering that for ourselves this week and, and for all of you. So take but, it or leave it, like it or don't, yeah. do what you want with that information. Yeah, and if you want to give us comments about our picks and about why are you guys picking such awful games, please follow our Facebook page or email us at sportsandmorewithct at gmail.com. That's capital C, capital T. Once again, that's sports and more with CT at gmail.com. Capital C, capital T. Please send us an email. There's still just one email from an actual fanatic, and it's Jawa. He got his reward last week, and we could really use some people just to talk and just give us some ideas because it can be difficult coming up with ideas on our own sometimes, you guys. 
Right. And I'm going to go ahead and put this out there. If you're the next person to email us, um, get in touch and you, you might just make it onto an episode. Seriously. 95% chance at this point. Uh, right. Because we just don't get, if you're the next one, even if it's, even if it's uh, Aaron Schneider, you know, if, if he emails us again, come back on the show. That's one of our highest played shows right now. Yep. I mean, one of our top three. So, I mean, maybe we should get him back on. Um, so just whoever wants to email us, come and join us. So anyway, um, aside from that, you can also go to our anchor page or Spotify or any of the seven platforms that we're on. Wait, we're on eight now because we're on Apple Podcasts. We're on iTunes. Go to the iTunes store, the Apple, the, the podcast app on your phone or your iPad and check us out because we're there. Everything going back to the debut episode is up on Apple Podcasts. I don't know how it happened. I don't know why they picked us up, but they did, and I'm not complaining about it. So go check us out there or anywhere else where you get your podcast. We can actually say that now because we are in a lot of places. This feels good, and please continue to check us out. Tell your friends. Tell your family. Tell your dog. Anyone <laughs> who will listen to us will take you. And just like we keep telling you guys, down the road, YouTube may be coming. It may take a while because we are two accountants and technology may not be our friends all the time, and we're figuring that bit out as we go along. Unless it's Excel. Yes, exactly. But we'll think all of you, honestly, all of you, probably the tens, tens of people who listen to ridiculous ramblings about the NFL during this episode and everything else we talk about during our episodes. Next episode's creation date is this coming Saturday, 10-10. Um, we'll be uploaded after that. And our week five picks should be coming at you before week six. Sorry. Week six, sorry. I'm Back reading my, script here. Uh, my end. No, it's all good. Week six picks, uh, pick six whatever, should be coming at you before next Thursday, 10-15. Um, that's the date, not the time. And we should be able to get this one, week five picks, live on 10-8. And that would be before the Thursday night game, even though we didn't take the Thursday night game. But anyway, we're going to get it up anyway because I, I goofed that one week and I'm never going to live it down. <laughs> Um, but anyway, keep an eye on our Facebook page for an update regarding the next episode. But until then, stay safe and healthy. Chris and Tom's Picks of the Week were brought to you by no one. All non-original thoughts and is were properly noted during each pick. <laughs>